I was reading over the weekend the, the state of real estate in Toronto, and I'm, I kind of always watch, you know, driving around the city. Uh, in my area, certainly, you, uh, I, I see a lot of signs, and, and places don't sit normally. It's like you see them, they go. They see them, they go. Houses are now sit, are sitting. They're sitting for a long time, if they're even being listed. And you'd think that, you know, news about cooling prices would maybe help getting other people into the market, yet it seems the volatility is spooking people to stay in place. There's not a lot of listings happening. And houses are sitting, and we saw job or uh, housing uh, reports come in, or real estate housing across the GTA showing that it has slid by about forty nine percent this October compared to last year. And so we've got a market that's now dealing with rising interest rates, which has made borrowing more challenging. Some people are spooked by that, and then there are those who bought condos. I was reading over the weekend that they bought condos or housing during the pandemic before the market's cooled, and now appraisals are coming in lower than when they bought, adding huge costs that they don't have. And so there's a lot of volatility happening out there. Let us ask someone who might know and can calm your nerves. Christopher Alexander joining us, president of REMAX. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. What is the biggest challenge? I kind of take the attitude of, you know, there's probably a scenario that will fit everybody, so just kind of don't panic. But what is the biggest challenge that you are seeing as far as, you know, the market at this point? Uh, I would say people's expectations are really out of, out of joint. And, you know, there's three, three major things happening. One, you've got an inflationary and rising interest rate, you know, phenomena going on right now. You've got uh, a bit of a standoff between buyers and sellers, mm-hmm. and you've got people comparing what's happening this year to 2021, which was an all-time record-smashing year for every metric. And so when you do that, it, makes, it really makes the picture look very grim. But, you know, you peel back the onion and... You know, prices now for for the last, you know, three months have kind of flatlined. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of downward pressure, uh, depending on the area or end of the CTA, but generally speaking, prices have really stabilized. Sales are down in a big way, but so are listings. And so this um, projected wash of uh, foreclosures and uh, people, you know, being priced out of their own homes hasn't materialized the way uh, a lot of people thought. And so there's a lot of negative headlines. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's, uh, you know, you got to really look at the numbers in great detail to get a clearer picture. Yeah, I mean, everyone will have their own situation. There will be people who have no choice but to sell. Uh, having said that, there will be people that look at this market and think, okay, I, I've got an opportunity here to do something. Maybe someone will look at the market and say, I've got an opportunity to finally get in. I was reading with the interest, though. I mean, you've got people who bought at the height of the market, um, but they're now finding themselves over leveraged because maybe they jumped into a variable mortgage and because the Bank of Canada got it wrong, um, they're now forced into higher uh, borrowing costs. And are, are you seeing people that are obviously pa- are panic selling? Have we seen any of that? Not like truth, like full transparency. No, I haven't, I haven't heard of, of it in a way that even I had suspected. I mean, you had rates at a fraction of what they are today uh, at the start of the year. And yeah, if you bought a variable mortgage, your payments have gone up 
substantially. But I, I credit the non-panic uh, to the stress test, and that's really done its job. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now I think it's time to really look at, you know, does the stress test even make sense anymore, considering we're at the levels that, uh, you know, the banks, Bank of Canada, suspected we would be at uh, when it was originally in- instituted. So that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the stress but, test is uh, always a lot of fun. But but the other, the flip yeah. side of this, Chris, is that you know there were people who had bought you know pre-construction in the hot market, and now they're getting appraisals in, and the appraisals are coming in lower because the market has cooled, and so a lot of people are like. What do I do? Do you do you see in the next year or so? I mean, we've got a lot of condos in in Toronto. Certainly, I mean, we've got towers everywhere. If you've got condo developers uh, or people pulling back, and I think we, there are some developers who have said, "Look, I haven't sold enough of this building. I don't want to take these risks. I'm going to put it off for a year." Are you starting to see that? Yeah, we've seen a lot of developers uh, cancel projects. It's more to do with the amount of time. Things are taking to get approved and the new uh, municipal taxes that are Im- imposed. So even with the new provincial and, rules that that would allow them to go around, I mean, so even that doesn't um, bring them back? Well, that's that's still er- a little bit early to yeah. tell. But, you know, the basically developers are 50-50 partners with the city now. And that doesn't make make a lot of sense for many of them. So they're, they're choosing to wait. Condos made a huge rebound this year. Mm-hmm. Um it, it really has been the year of the condo, and what's fascinating is it's it's in that five to six hundred thousand dollar range versus you know traditionally it was or for many years it was between six and seven fifty. Um, so that that's giving me good confidence, showing that people still want to own real estate. They're looking at the affordable option, and and I think condos are going to be a major factor uh, for years to come. So I'm not really worried about the condo sector at all. I mean, there are opportunities here if you can get yourself, um, you know, together, get the payment down and maybe talk to banks. Do you see the banks, to your point about the stress test, given the circumstances have changed so much, do you get the sense that the banks are now more willing and or, or are they being more cautious when they're talking about lending um, with newer buyers? Well, you know, being conservative has been the hallmark of the Canadian banking system for decades. And, you know, that's what helped us avoid the 2008 crisis. Um, So I I would see them acting, you know, treading lightly on any major decision. But it is, as you said, the circumstances are so different now than they were. And I think it's really important to, to, to take a hard look at that policy and see what adjustments can be made so that, you know, it doesn't become too restrictive and have graver consequences than uh, were originally intended. I mean, it, it's been over five years since that was originally instituted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember it. Oh, I remember it well. It was not fun, nonetheless. Um, if you can get it done and behind you, it's great. If you can't, then it can be very, very difficult. I mean, there is that saying, Chris, what goes down will go back up. We are possibly having, I think we're, most of us think we're in a recession. Um, where do you see the market? How long before the market starts to correct? Because there's a lot of people looking at this and saying, okay, I just need to pick the right time before I try to get in. Um, when do you start to see the market correcting, or is it too soon to play Kreskin on that? Well, I, there's a lot to unpack with that. I think, first of all, trying to time the market, I've never seen anybody successfully do that. <laughs> um, you know, you're much better off to spend time in it and, you know, get in in a reasonable, conservative, and affordable way, meaning don't overextend yourself, buy what you can afford. That That's 
you know, really, really important. I'm very concerned about the lack of inventory that continues month after month. We're seeing declines in overall listing numbers. I mean, October numbers are uh, so low. We haven't seen that in over 10 years Mm -hmm. since 2010. Um, And you've got this insatiable appetite in Canada to own real estate. Uh, You know, the Liberal government just announced they want to get to 500,000 new Canadians every year after 2025. Right now it's 425,000. They're all going to need a place to live. And so I think the market will rebound in a big way as soon as we get some rate stability and people know what they're working with. And as long as the Bank of Canada uh, hasn't made up their mind, you're going to continue to see, uh, you know, uncertainty and a bit of a standoff between buyers and sellers. Stay tuned. Nonetheless, make sure you got someone with experience behind you and they will uh, lead you the right way. Very much appreciate your time on this, Christopher. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Great talking to you. Thank you. That is Christopher Alexander. He's president of REMAX. And yeah, it is a tough market out there, and um, but there are going to be opportunities. But we will be keeping an eye to see if condos keep getting canceled because if that happens, it does really affect the supply, which we can't afford to lose.